0: Greetings and salutations, beautiful souls, Mama Raven here. Hope you are all having a fantastic freaking day. So, I am doing this, and I am excited for you to join me. Um, This is going to be very informal. My entire podcast um, is not going to be a structured podcast where there's this, then that, then that, then that, and you know, it's not gonna stay on one topic. It's not gonna stay on one point. We're gonna do a lot of speculation here. Obviously, we're gonna do a lot of talking. I'm gonna be sharing my experiences. I'm gonna be triggering the fuck out of some people. We're gonna be doing a lot of healing. I'm probably do some crying, some laughing, asking some of the harder questions and giving some answers. That a lot of us probably don't want to hear. But here I am and here you are and let's dive into Mama Raven's Madhouse and let's see what we can find. So in let's start off. I live in America. I'm going to be 30 at the beginning of next year. I'm a single mother who is still living with her parents. I have been divorced. I do not have a college degree. Technically, by all means, in society, I am a failure. I have never been happier in my life. I've always been the outcast, the black sheep. I've always felt misunderstood. I have felt like that For a good chunk of my life, I felt like I was a waste of space, or that I was nothing but a burden. And the people that I dated and surrounded myself with, not all the time, but a lot of the time, they made me feel the same. I have survived narcissistic abuse, um, mental and emotional, um, I've, I'm neurodivergent, I've moved around, I've lived coast to coast, haven't lived in every state, but I've moved around a lot. My daughter is a NICU warrior and survivor from a uh, birth defect that she had, there was one with called gastroschisis, which is a uh, birth defect of the abdominal wall and intestines, maybe one episode I'll go into that more about. Her birth defect and that whole ordeal, and dealing with the NICU, and becoming a new mom, and being surrounded by people but still feeling incredibly lonely while doing the unexpected parenting thing. Um, society is rough. I've always felt like a reject of society. I've never fit in. No matter how hard I tried. And the harder I tried, the more I got rejected because I, people could see how much of a try hard I was being. But the more myself I was, the more rejected by society I was. So it felt like a double-edged sword, but at least, you know, learning to accept myself and be mean. Finding, attempting to find peace in my own company, I, I would at least have a percentage chance of being happy, you know? I struggled with self esteem you know, I graduated in 2011. Um, I, I was in middle school and MySpace was a thing. It was just the start of social media. You know, I, I can't even imagine how people are feeling now with, with social media and all that crap, like in middle school and high school. Because the body image issues that I had that I struggled with uh, were absolutely awful. You know, I always thought I was fat, and then when I got really skinny, people were saying I was too thin, so I would gain more weight, and then be like, oh, you've been getting a lot of weight, are you feeling okay? And no matter what, I was never the quote-unquote right weight, or the proper weight. Um, and it wasn't until I got pregnant with my daughter, and I inevitably got bigger, that no matter what I did, my body was going to do what it was going to do, and I accepted, uh, you know, my body for what it was. And then it wasn't actually until earlier this year that I realized I still had a trigger the food. And it was just like a low-key thing of just like, eh, other people need to eat, so I'm not going to eat. But there was still those voices playing in my head from people talking about, you know, just comments they would make about, you know, my shoulders, my breasts, my, my butt, my thighs, my waistline, whether or not my ribs were poking out, if I had a little belly, like, pillow or not. People would always make comments about my weight, and it's just got to the point where it's like, you know what, as long as I feel good and I'm doing what I think I need to do to take care of myself, stay hydrated, don't eat a bunch of crap, and stay moderately active at least, like, I'm good. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm comfortable in my skin. It's taken me a long-ass time to get here, but I'm just so fucking grateful that I am. And society tells us what you are supposed to look like. You know, but it changes every handful of whatever time elapses. Weeks, days, months, years. You know, and why do they get to dictate what beauty is? I mean, a sunset is beautiful. A butterfly is beautiful. Christmas lights are beautiful. Rocks are beautiful. Birds are beautiful. But they're not all the same beauty. There's all different types of beauty, and they're all beautiful. It doesn't make any one type of beauty less than the other. They're beautiful in their own unique ways. Same with us. I mean, I know when I looked in the mirror, I wasn't getting any, any positive woohoo feelings from me looking at myself and saying, well, I'm not my type. I am who I am. I, My features are the way they are. You know, work with them. Accept yourself. Find those beautiful things about you because you are exquisitely beautiful in your own unique way. Whether you see it or not, it doesn't mean, you know, if you don't see your beauty, it doesn't mean you're not beautiful. It's like a butterfly. A butterfly literally cannot see its own wings. But we're able to observe its beauty. But it has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It can see other butterflies' wings, but it can't see its own wings. And even if it looks in a, a water for a reflection of it, it's still distorted. And it still can't see the beauty that we each see. And even then, there's people who admire butterflies more than other people do. And find them, like, the most gorgeous thing in the world, and other people are like, oh, I just appreciate its beauty. But the butterfly is just existing, being itself. It hasn't changed anything about it. It's just being its beautiful self. And just going along, living its best life same for you same for me same for all of us you know it's cliche because we hear it all the time but there are cliche things that are true beauty is in the eye of the beholder someone's flesh can be aesthetically pleasing but that doesn't mean they're an attractive person doesn't mean they are a good person doesn't mean they have a good heart doesn't mean they have the best of intentions. Like, a diamond-encrusted rotten banana is still a rotten rotten banana. Yes, it'll be monetarily worth a bunch for a short period of time. Yes, everyone's going to go, Ooh, ah, look at that. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. Oh my God, what is this magnificent thing? Let's put it on a pedestal. Oh my God. But then, after like a week or two, the banana is going to rot. And then the fruit flies are going to form. And then no one's going to want anything to do with it. And then they're going to fucking toss it out. Because they realize, ugh, it's just a rotting banana. But the regular banana, you're going to be able to see. And be able to nourish yourself with the regular banana. You know, it's, it's you're not going to be, ooh, and, and, oh the pretty banana. Oh, my God. All the insides are just decaying. Beat, steward. Excuse me. Be a banana. Be your normal banana. Nourish yourself. Nourish your soul. Be kind to yourself. It's so easy to be your biggest bully. The world is. The world's a tough, rough place. <coughs> oh, excuse me. There's enough mean people in the world. There's enough people that are going to naturally just be against you. Because that's unfortunately what's kind of going on right now. It means you got to be, start to become your best friend. And not your biggest bully. Because you're with yourself your entire life. I lived in Maine and I've lived in California. And I'm in the Midwest. And I have tried to run from myself. I am a recovering addict I've been sober for About seven years now Almost eight And you know I tried to run away from the self And you can't You can't You are with yourself your entire life And the thing of it is Is that The way things work Is You come back And you're going to have to learn all over again. And you're going to have to heal more. You can't escape healing. Healing is painful. Learning to accept yourself. You need to accept yourself who you are as you are in this moment right now. And know that you are enough. That you are deserving of love. And whether or not you believe this, it doesn't change that it is a fact. You are worth it. You are deserving of love. You are deserving of inner peace. You are deserving to not suffer. You're deserving to go to bed each night, knowing that everything's okay. Not not the I'm okay, I'm always gonna be okay. Because like I get that. Trust me. I get, you know, I'm okay. Like when someone that's how you doing? I'm okay. Like, are you sure okay? Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm always okay. Like I get it. I fucking get it. And that is a survival Coping mechanism That our brains have hardwired into our system Because that's our only choice to survive You know It's what we've had to do in our past There's a lot of things That we do Like I realized when I started accepting myself That a lot of my personality Were just subconscious Coping mechanisms From the situations that I was in You know, and started looking back on all these lessons, started doing more research on stuff. I found this thing called uh, HSP, highly sensitive persons. Started on YouTube and started picking all these things out. And it started explaining why I was the way I was. You know, I'm very sensitive to people's emotions, I'm very sensitive to my emotions. I'm very sensitive to the impact that people have on me and that I have on them. I don't want people to get hurt. I don't want to make people mad. I, I was a people pleaser my whole life up until full as of late. And I was in a victim mentality for a long time. I thought life was happening to me instead of for me. But as I was able to look at things in hindsight, my dad says hindsight's an exact science. It is. You're able to look back with, this new arsenal this little bat- box of arsenal and tools and knowledge and everything that you can now bring out and look through your past with this lens of knowledge and lessons and like yes it's gonna hurt that's why healing hurts is because you have to re- you're reading through this stuff of the known act of betrayal and you're realizing a bunch of stuff but know that them taking advantage of your your trust or you giving them chances isn't you being stupid or naive. That's them taking advantage of your kind heart, but that's a podcast that we'll get to later. You learn self-acceptance. You are able to look through everything and gain the lessons that you lost or that you didn't see and you're able to become better. But you need to watch out for emotional black holes that are just gonna pull you right back down. So I was going on YouTube and I liked a partly sensitive persons, which led me to empath, which led me to empath narcissistic abuse. I suggest if anyone's resonating with me, and I'm gonna put out the energetic imprint of those who will resonate with me. And if you feel like you do, if this feels like something of interest, Um, Definitely look it up. There's this woman named Christina Rhodes that I looked up. and She has a lot of stuff about empaths and narcissistic abuse and spirituality. Um, Her and Mel Robbins, I looked up, R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Them two helped me a lot. um, With finding my voice and finding my power and being able to reclaim it back. Um, And once I started diving into the empath-narcissistic abuse... I got a lot of clarity. I was able to understand why I felt worthless and I realized that he was just a black hole of gimme, give gimme, give gimme give and I was or I am a waterfall of give give give. And narcissists play this game and we'll do another podcast on that too, um, talking about empath narcissistic abuse. But I want to be able to get um, you know, my my references and resources and everything together so I can include it so I can Let you guys do your own research if you would like so you can uh, find your own answers to your particular situations and maybe find something that could help you out if you're feeling stuck. Um, But as I started going, listening to more of Christina, or Christina Lopes, not Rhodes, excuse me, Lopes, L-O-P-E-S, my apologies, Christina Lopes. Um, Christina Lopes and Mel Robbins. Um... As I started going into that, I started looking more into spirituality. Um, I grew up Christian and Episcopalian, and I was an altar girl. But uh, lost my faith and just kind of believed that there's always more. And through looking into the empath, narcissistic abuse, with an open mind and open heart and the speculative mindset that I always have, just kind of trying stuff on and seeing what's up from other people's perspective and not taking everything for word, but just hearing them out, you know, um, I did that with the spirituality stuff, and then I started looking at all the religions, and started up down my spiritual path of a spiritual awakening, and that's, I think I'm going to leave it off here for now, because um, I definitely have some, a lot of things I want to talk about for the spiritual awakening, and that's going to be a long episode, but I just wanted to get one out. Um, I'm very excited for the future thank you for taking your time this is definitely one of the shorter podcasts that I'm gonna do but um yeah I will talk to you soon I wish you the absolute best may the gods and goddesses and all the unseen watch down upon you and yours have an excellent day you beautiful creature Go drink some water and get some sleep.